Hi guys, welcome back to Midday Mantra with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. You guys, I'm doing something a little different. I'm on the phone with my mother right now, so I'm going to bring her on to say hi to you guys. Mom, say hi to Midday Matcha. Hello. Real quick, hot topic. I'm doing this new thing called Hot Topic. What do you think about blowjobs? Oh, I have mixed views. No, I need your honest opinion. What do you think about blowjobs? I think you get to a certain point in life, and you no longer have to give them unless you really want to. Okay. Do you feel like it's helped you a lot through your life? Do you remember when I was a child, you told me a good blowjob gets you a lot further in life than you'd ever okay. think? Those were not my exact words. Well, what were your exact words? Say it for midday matcha to hear, please. Okay, it doesn't hurt to give a blowjob if you're trying to get something. It usually makes the answer yes. As a young 16-year-old girl, I'm sure you could see how well that shaped me into who I am today. Oh, I was very open with my daughter's thoughts. From a young it's age. It's an important part of the relationship. It's 90% if you're having it. I'm sorry, it's 90% if you're not having it and 10% if you are. It's an important part of the relationship. So my mom is the reason I'm a whore. So guys, that was my mother. I think I'm going to bring her on for a full episode because she just has some nuggets of advice. Actually, I need a little bit more content from you. I think you can do a little bit better than that. Are you talking about blowjobs in TJ Maxx right now? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I can't be honest with you because I, it's in, it's employed to be on the phone when you're in a store. Especially talking about blowjobs in a TJ Maxx. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my God, I'm back. As you know, we're going to be doing a little intro, a little what was my week in my life kind of situation. What was I doing this past week? Let me catch you guys up. So basically, my sister really started off the week with a bang, um, telling me I probably have COVID. Okay, so her roommate tested positive for COVID as well as eight people she was with this weekend also tested positive for COVID. So I was like, Oh, that's lovely because I was in that apartment with you Sunday. We were in contact. So my sister and I had to get COVID tested. And we wanted to do the rapid testing so it would come back quick, like within 24 hours of the testing. And I had no symptoms, but we had both been exposed to someone with COVID. My sister was like, kind of play up your symptoms a little bit, okay? Like, you got to kind of sell it. They're not going to give you a rapid test if you don't play up your symptoms. And you know me. I love a role, okay? Like, I love the opportunity to really perform. And so I get on the phone, and she's like, well, what are your symptoms, and how bad are they? And I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe at all, actually. And also, my and she was like, what about chest pains? And I was like, chest pain's terrible. Never had worse chest pains in my life. I'm truly in so much pain. I kid you not, this is how I was telling her, because I was like, I am fucking performing. I'm getting an Oscar for this goddamn role. I am going to make it seem as if I am dying, because we got to get these tests. And then she was like, ma'am, I think we need to admit you. Admit me? Are you? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh shit, how am I going to backpedal out of this one after just telling the lady I was having the worst symptoms? How the fuck am I supposed to go back and be like, actually, I wasn't. But that's exactly what I did. I was like, you know what? They're not that bad. They're not as bad as my other symptoms. And she was like, but the chest pain, ma'am, and the fact that you can't breathe. And I was like, "Ah, oh, 
fuck i really did say that i was like but i'm talking to you right now so it's clearly not as bad as we both think and she was like okay and just to backpedal out of that situation wasn't the best thing i've ever had to do yeah so basically that kind of happened um i definitely overdid it when trying to get my COVID testing but you know what it worked because i got my test and it came back negative okay i was actually convinced i had COVID. my sister was like you fucking have it and i was like i have COVID. i, I got a quarantine for two weeks i'm sure i have it i even had plans i was gonna make her condo into the corona condo and like the hype house you know what i'm saying so i was like you know what we're gonna be making tips TikToks all day. It's going to be me, you, and your roommate. We all have the Rona and we're going to fucking live it up in the Corona condo. I was planning out my life, what, like how I was going to record the episodes. Was I going to come on and sound a little bit depressed because I had COVID and I had to be locked up for two weeks. And then I was going to really try and make this Corona condo a business venture for me. And it ended up not being like that because my sister and I both tested negative. So now I'm over here thinking I'm just completely immune to COVID because how is eight people she was with and her roommate tested positive, but we both tested negative. And I think it's because I just am perfect. Like I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's not because I'm perfect. It's probably just probably wash my hands frequently. Who knows? Really upset that the Corona condo didn't become the legendary show it could have been. I would have made it into like a little reality TV show. My sister can be a bitch. So I would have just been like making confessionals. We would have done the whole nine yards. And the thing is, it's like they would have had to do it because what else are we going to do in a quarantine? You know what I mean? That didn't happen though, but that's okay. Another thing I realized this week is I actually don't know how to date. What I mean by the fact that I don't know how to date is like when someone's texting me and like FaceTiming me and we're getting along, I have every impulse to just like, cut the conversation and never speak to them again and it's it's the fear it really is the fear for me I just have like tremendous fear around relationships like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing to be honest I'm very confused not like I'm in a relationship like I just don't feel like I'm good with communicating so it's like they're gonna think I'm not interested in them because I like just don't want to respond to a text message but I'm like well am I responding too quickly it's like such first world problems over here it's not even fucking funny but yeah you guys, it's something that I'm dealing with. Other than COVID taking up my entire week, I don't think anything super exciting has happened since then. Like, I've just been hanging out, doing my thing. So what inspired this week's episode was the fact that I have so many of you guys that ask me, how do I have this confidence? How am I literally perfect? Um... I kid you not, it's not just me saying that. People also think I'm fucking perfect. People just want to know how I have this confidence and want to know how I do what I do and how I maintain this confidence and how I am a bad bitch. So I'm going to give you guys all, I guess, my tips and tricks and life lessons I've learned that have brought me to where I am today. How I'm a bad bitch and how I maintain that, but as well as just letting you guys in on some tips and tricks. I'm gonna let you guys know right now, I'm very intense. So when I start to talk about these topics and stuff, like 
I might sound like I'm verbally attacking you and it's not like I mean to be, but like I'm just very intense and passionate about these things because I feel like every woman should genuinely feel like the baddest bitch ever and there's genuinely no reason for you not to feel like you're not fucking perfect and you're not amazing. We have one life and it's absolutely disgusting if we spend it hating ourselves. So I'm going to let you guys in on my tips and tricks that helped me become a bad bitch and how you guys can be a bad bitch too and just lessons that I've learned and everything. I'm going to spill the fucking tea for you. My number one biggest thing, this is a whole category, which is I am unapologetically myself. So since a young age, I was always told, everyone was like, told me what I should be. Because I mean, I'm not the norm, I would say. Like I have a mouth like a truck driver. I say things like I have no fucking filter. But instead of like trying to fit into that what they wanted me to I was like fuck it I genuinely love myself I am not going to try and fit into what the mold that they want me to be and like at a young age it was really hard for me and I would say it was really hard for me up until like I was 19 until I was like no fuck this I am who I am and I will continue to be me because that's where I see the most success in my life and that's where I'm the most happiest is when I'm myself so To this day, people still tell me how I should be like, oh my God, so many times will I hear from like close family and friends like, don't swear, don't do this, don't do that. Why don't you shove a fucking brick up your ass? Because I don't care. I'm going to do what I want because it makes me happy. And if I can't be myself, I'm not begging you to listen. I'm not begging you to stay in my life. I don't give a fuck. If you don't like who I am, walk your ass out of my life. But I'm not going to change me because you're uncomfortable with how I am as a human being because you're clearly insecure in your own skin and can't accept that I'm confident, I'm happy with myself, and it makes you upset and you want me to fit into society's norms. I'm not going to fucking do it. That's not who I am. I'm going to say bitch, cunt, and fuck as much as I fucking want. And I don't care if you don't like it because it is not your life. So once I was like, no, this is who I am. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. I did have a bunch of people that were like, no, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out. And I was like, okay, kiss, kiss as you walk the fuck away. Because I knew for me, being myself was the most important thing to me. Like, duh, it's when I'm the fucking happiest. So I've accepted who I am and I won't change that for anyone. But like, don't get me wrong. I've tried to change myself for people. Like every single one of my ex-boyfriends was like, um, maybe don't swear so much. Um, maybe don't do this. Uh, maybe don't say that. And it's like, I've tried. I've genuinely tried and been like, okay, like, oh my God, I totally won't do that. Cause I was like a soft little bitch. And then I was like, it's just not working. And in the end, I just boil up over the top and like I go insane. Like I can only hide my crazy for so long and just trying to be someone else that I am not has been like never successful. Like my ex was like, let's go to church every Sunday and spend time with my family. I'm not a family person, okay? I'm just not. Like, I love my mom and my sisters. When I see them, we do bougie lunches and brunches and dinners. But, like, I'm not going to sit and just chill with somebody's family for, like, 10 hours on a goddamn Sunday when I could be getting my back blown out by my boyfriend and, like, having a nice dinner, the two of us, because I'm just not a family person. So me trying to fit the mold of every single thing that they wanted me to do never worked and that's exactly why my relationships never worked either so people still to this day tell me how to act okay i'm gonna give you guys some examples and this is always said with love like this is just examples my sister love her to death but she literally vocalizes to me all the time she was like you are the type of person that i hate on instagram 
fucking imagine someone saying that to you. She's like, you're the type of person I hate on Instagram. In real life, I love you. But if I was to like not know you in real life and just only follow you on Instagram, I would like I would hate you. And I was like, okay. Ooh, jealous? No, but at the same time, it's like, I love you and I totally respect your opinion. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. But for me, like, I'm going to post what I want to post. I'm going to do what I want to do. As well as, like, my best friend will literally swipe up on my stories and be like, you're so cocky. And I'm like, oh my God, is it the worst thing in the world to have some self-love? And, like, maybe it comes across that I'm cocky, but for the right people, it comes across that I'm confident. And it's like, everyone is always going to have something to say. So it's no disrespect or shade towards them because, like, I love them with everything I have. Not everybody is going to love what you say and love what you do, like at all. And I just think that's really important. It's like when you do hear those things, like when I do hear my sister or my best friend kind of like telling me how to act and like, like don't do that or like da da da. It's like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I respect what you're saying, but it's going to go in one ear and it's going to go out the other ear because that's just, I'm not here to live my life for anybody but me. Like, I don't really give a fuck what you think. I'm just going to do what I want to do. So I've realized people will always try and change you when they're not secure with themselves. And that's not a diss at my sister and my best friend. But in general, I feel like anytime someone tries to change somebody or change something at all, like my exes, anything anybody who's tried to change me in any sort of way is not secure with themselves and the reason I say this is because I don't ever look and want to change anybody like I never look at anybody like I think they should do this I think they should do that I'm always like if that makes them fucking happy then that makes them fucking happy who am I to say what they should and should not be doing it's their world I'm living in their world it's my world. You're all living in my world. I'm not going to dictate what someone else is doing because I know how it feels when someone does it to me. And I'm pretty confident in myself. And I'm like, if it makes you happy, like go for it. Like do what you want to do to whatever it is that makes you happy. Like I'm always like, no, do what makes you happy. I'm not going to sit here and judge you for something because what? I just like don't like something you're doing. If it makes you fucking happy, do it. As well as I never really worry if somebody likes me. Like I know a lot of the time people are like, do, well, I, do they even like me? Do they even like me? It's like, I don't give a fuck. As long as I like me, that's all that matters. But I know we can get so wrapped up in our heads where it's like, well, do they like me? Like, oh my God, like, and what am I, if I'm doing this wrong and maybe I'm doing this wrong, it's like, you're fine. If they don't like you, that's on them. That's not on you. But how you choose to react is on you. So if you find out they don't like you, okay, cool. You don't like me. Honestly, I don't really give a fuck. I'm going to still live my life and do everything I want to do because I realize I have one life. I'm only doing this for me, okay? I don't get a redo. I don't, it's not like that. And also, you're not going to like everyone that comes into your life. Another thing that I always get questions on is like, I mean, like I vocalize on this podcast. I'm like, fuck men. Men are terrible. Da, 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 da. Like they are. Like I still stand by that. And everyone's like, well, how do you ever expect to get a boyfriend? First of all, if I was revolving my days around getting a boyfriend, that'd be pretty fucking depressing and be weird. Um, but as well as I know that the right person will come in to my life and accept me for all parts of me. Like I don't have to put on a show for anybody to like me. Like I do come on a podcast and I do talk about how I, my first episode I dropped, I literally was like, athletes are disgusting. And I still stand by that athletes are disgusting. Do I still think all athletes are disgusting? No, I don't think every single one is disgusting, but I'm not going to sit back and not vocalize my opinions or 
what I want to say because I'm scared of what other people are going to think. So it is like a lot that I come on here and I do bash the men and it is like, well, God damn, bitch, how do you ever expect them to like you or anything like that? And it's like, I don't do this for them. I do this for me and I do this for you guys listening. I don't do it for the men and I don't really care because I know when the right person comes into my life, they will come into my life and accept me for all parts of me. So I'm going to give you guys a little inside scoop. I didn't really want to talk about this, but I want to let you like know. I've been talking to someone and they have been so understanding and accepting of every single thing I do and who I am as a person. It's almost weird to me. Like, I don't think I've ever had anybody like that in my life where like a man, especially not telling me what to do or trying to change me in any sort of way. So to have this person in my life has been pretty cool and interesting for me. It's something so new for me. And I'm really like enjoying every second of that because it's like he doesn't ever expect me to do something or be a certain type of way and that's really nice and I've never had that I literally told him I was like I'm gonna make a podcast episode about in detail every single thing we've done and all those things just like fuck with him and he was like oh no go ahead and do it like doesn't care is really nice and okay I you guys know I'm crazy I'll like text him like I fucking hate you just randomly you know what I mean like literally just randomly and like we have not known each other that long he definitely thinks I'm insane but he's like oh what did I do now he's never like you're insane and disgusting you literally need to leave me alone because like I would be like what the fuck bitch he's like calls me and is like is everything okay and I'm like I did have a glass of wine or like I'm just a hundred percent myself with him and it's like this is sounding so serious but like it's not that serious but it's like I get a hundred percent be myself where my best friend was like you're totally gonna like scare him away if I scare him away I scare him away that is fine because I could have a million of him and I'm so fucking aware that I don't revolve my life or want to change who I'm gonna be because I'm scared I'm gonna scare somebody away because then I won't even be the true authentic version of myself and then down the line he's gonna be like who is this fucking switched up person because this is not the person I met before because I was trying to act like something different. Like, why would I do that to myself? Because I know I just want to be myself. Also, like, he knows I was good before him. I'll be good after him. Like, I am very vocal to any guy in my life. Like, look at that all that I've done for myself. You think I need you? Do you think I need you whatsoever? No, I don't need you. I might want you, yes. And it's really nice to have you in my life. But don't ever think I'll need you. I I am a little bit insane to like just vocalize that so frequently but it's just I'm not gonna hold anything back I never hold anything back and I'm not gonna change my ways now as well as like I'm not scared to say what I think or feel to a guy because I'm scared of his reaction because I know no matter what I'm gonna be okay it will be okay like I'll give you an example one time I was talking to this kid and he literally made full plans with me and he was like I'll call you in an hour and I'll pick you up and then like I never heard from him the rest of the night until the next morning still didn't hear from him so I called him and I said so what the fuck was up with last night and he was like oh like dumbfounded he was like did she really just say that yeah no I really did just say that what the fuck was up with last night because you're not going to disrespect me and expect me not to speak my mind or say what I think or feel I'm not just gonna make oh my god did you oversleep last night oh my god oh oh 
bummer. We should have hung out. No, you make plans with somebody and you make a commitment to that plan with somebody and then like don't text them or call them. Like that's so fucking rude. So I'm going to look at you and be, so what the fuck was up with last night? What was that? Like, I'm not going to never hold someone accountable because I'm scared of what they might think or feel about me. No, I don't give a fuck. I'm very, <laughs> and that guy and I are not talking anymore because at that moment I was like, I don't ever want to be treated like that again. And like, I understand mistakes happen and stuff like that, but like, you're not going to call me and text me the whole night after making plans. In my opinion, no, I, you just wasted my own fucking time and you just showed me right then and there that you can disrespect me. So no, I don't want you in my life. But yeah. My type of crazy isn't for everybody. And I'm so aware of that. And that's fine. But it's who I am. And I'm not going to leave that. And I'm not going to adjust to that so a boy can like me. No. Because a man will appreciate who I am. And that's just is what it is. So I don't ever try and fit in. Because I know that I can't fit in. I know that I'm very unique and special in my own little way. That's me saying that I'm fucking nuts. Like in a cute way. But... It is, and I own it. Like, I feel like if I was to come on here and act like I wasn't crazy and act like I wasn't, like, literally insane, I just wouldn't be my authentic version of myself, and you guys probably wouldn't even enjoy it. So, like, I always keep it honest and real because that's what I like to do, and that's who I am. Like, I've done it. I've tried to change for people. I've done the whole thing. It's fucking exhausting. I hate it. I'll never do that shit again. Every guy that has tried to change me in some sort of way has been dropped immediately. Like, I will drop them. I will block them. I have no problem dealing with any sort of pain or discomfort because, one, that's just going to make me stronger. And, two, I don't need anybody in my life that's, one, not accept me for me and, two, not make me feel like a fucking queen. I won't put average-ass people in my life because I just don't accept it. Another way, here's one thing. I've realized, like, my mother always tells me to be nicer. She's like, be nicer, be nicer. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're so accustomed to women getting talked down to. You're not used to a woman ever sticking up for herself and using her voice and saying what she wants to say in a situation where I don't always need to be fucking nice. I don't. Like, I feel like women are always supposed to be portrayed as, like, a nice. You have to be nice. Like, be nice. No. If you say something out of line or you do something out of line, I'm going to hold you accountable. And I will literally look at you and be like, shut the fuck up and don't ever say that to me again. I refuse to let people like walk all over me or treat me any sort of way because I just don't see any benefit in that. Like that's just, I don't, there's no need for me to be nicer. So my mom's always like, be nicer, be nicer. And I'm like, you're just scared because you've never seen a woman stand up for herself. And like, that's no shade towards my mother. But like, it's true. Like she grew up in a society where like women did not stand up for themselves and women did not have a voice like we do now. And like, they didn't use it like we do now. So I'm, I definitely like throw her off her game a little bit when in situations, people will say things that were uncalled for. And I will look at them and I will be like, fuck off or no you're extremely invalid because of this this and this and like I will stand up for myself because I'm not just gonna sit there and swallow an insult or my pride and not express how I feel but I just stick up for myself and I will always stand up for myself and I won't let people treat me any sort of way but I see people trying to hold me back and my mom's always like be nicer be nicer and I'm like I'm not being rude I'm just defending myself and you're just not used to that and that's okay but get used to it because I'm not going to let people walk all over me. So also, when it comes to business situations, I can also be looked at as a little bit of a bitch, okay? But if I was a guy, I'd be a boss. So I'm very, if I feel like if you've worked with me, I'm very intense and I'm, I have a schedule. I'd never 
like don't follow my schedule and I'm very intense on the work that I do. And if you're going to come into my life and somehow fuck that up in any sort of way, I am not going to sit back and just let it happen. If I want to be successful and productive in what I'm doing, I have to be who I am. It shows me that what I've been doing so far has been success. So since that, if like example, like when I worked with on one of my shows, I told you guys I direct produce, write comedy shows. On one of my comedy shows, one of the people that I was working with, one of the people I casted was just not pulling her weight and was not um, doing what was required for the show and stuff like that. I Opening night, I was like, you have one week to fix up your game or you will not be in the show anymore. And I don't care how much time and effort and energy you put into it because I've done the same, but you're not pulling your weight. And if that doesn't change, you will not be in the show and you will not be performing with us. And I blocked out the entire show. I did two versions of a 45 minute show, one with her, one without her. And the choice was genuinely hers, whether or not she wanted to step up to the plate and do what was expected of her. I'm a very intense person. It's intense, but I feel like when I make decisions and I make things like that, more people are like, wow, you're just such a bitch. It's like, no, if I was looked at as a man, I'd be a boss because I'm doing what's best for myself and the show as a whole. So why am I a bitch for that when I'm doing what's best for me in business? So a lot of times I can be looked at as a little bit of a bitch. And you know what? I'm fine with that because I'd rather be looked at as a bitch than walked all over. As well as I hold myself and people in my life extremely accountable to their goals and their dreams. I'm going to give you guys an example. My ex wanted to go to the NFL. He was at an NAIA school. The chances of that happening are very slim to none. But listen, I'm a dreamer, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a fucking dreamer. So the one thing I did was I was like, okay, if you want to go to the NFL, like I will make sure your ass gets to the fucking NFL. But if you're not willing to put in the work, then you're not, you don't really want what you say you want. Cause he's like, I wanna go to the NFL. Well, I'm like, well, you should probably be waking up at 6 a.m., working your fucking ass off for what you want. Like, it's not gonna just come to you at all. And every single other person in my life, I'm very hard on. My best friend's a dancer. I will vocalize to her if her dancing is not good. My other best friend's an artist. If she's not pulling her weight as an art, like with her art, I'm very vocal when it comes to holding people in my life accountable. And if their actions are toxic or unhealthy, I'm very vocal about it. Like you're fucking your life up for yourself and you have two options. You can be successful and you can do all these things that you want to do because you can truly do any single thing that you want. And I truly believe that for every single person. And I know that for myself too. I'm like, anything I want to do, I will do. And I just, I've always had that mindset. So people who get very close to me know that I'm very intense. Because if I believe in you, I will push you to a breaking point. Because if I know you can do it, then you can fucking do it. You just have to believe in yourself. So I'm very intense. You know what I mean? So it's like how to be a bad bitch. And not everyone's going to love you for it. But the people in my life who I've held accountable to their actions, I've seen major life changes in them. And I'm so fucking proud of them. And the thing is, it's like I'm also very loving and sweet. Like I'm very intense. But I'm also like I'm so fucking proud of you at the same time. Because it's just like sometimes you have to push people because... 
they don't think they can do it. But like my ex, I was like, why are you not trying harder? Like you're dropping the ball. You clearly don't want to go to the NFL. And he's like, how are you going to tell me that? And we had some very intense sit down conversations. And I was like, okay, this is just one, the relationship's not working. You're cheating on me Two, I'm not going to push you for your dream and your goal because you clearly don't want it as bad as you say you do. I mean, we all can say things, but it's who puts in the work and who puts in the action that really matters and who's really going to be successful. So I'm insane, but I love it. That's how I'm unapologetically myself. I gave you guys specific examples. That is how I'm unapologetically myself because I don't hide any of those things and who I am at all. Like I'm very open and honest with it as well as this is the section of the podcast where I tell you to boss the fuck up. Okay, get your money right, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know what I mean by that, I've always talked about a savings account. You should always have a savings account. Anything you spend is the same amount of money you should put in a savings account. So the way I manage my money, I'm not saying you have to do it like this. I'm just saying this is how I managed my money. Let's say I had an $800 paycheck a week. I would take 100 of that and that would be my spending money for the week and then the 700 would go into my savings and that's how I saved a fuck ton of money and you might be like that's so impossible to live on and it's like no it's actually not at all if you give yourself a budget to live off of you'll be pretty fine and it's actually 100% possible or I would do it like this if I'm going to spend $500 on a purse I'm going to put $500 back into my savings so in my checkings like I'll make a big purchase but I'll make kind of two big purchases because I'll put the other into my savings account. I also like never touch my savings account unless I really need money from it. And I have a limit. I made Chase put a limit. If I touch it more than like three times in a month, they charge me. So I get charged for touching my own money, I do. But I'm not kidding you, saving your money is the best thing you can do because you're just doing it for your future you. You're like your future self is truly thanking you as well as I got into stocks. So if you don't invest money into stocks, I highly recommend to like get a little bit of knowledge on stocks. I think that's a great way to make your money because I can have $10,000 sitting in my savings account, but if I have $10,000 sitting on my stocks, it's gonna make money off of my money. So that's one reason I really got in, involved into stocks because I was like, okay, I can make money off of my money. Depending on what my income was a month, I would put 5% of my income into stocks and I would make money off of my money, but I did a lot of research on those stocks. So don't just like jump into stocks and stuff. I do a lot of research before I put my money into a stock and I now know how to operate stocks a little bit better. But yeah, I highly recommend to make money off of your money. As well as ladies and gentlemen, work hard. You know, that might seem like you're like, what? No, yeah, work fucking hard. Here's the thing, I always get this question because my life, what I post, all those things, it looks very nice, it is very nice. But what you guys didn't see was that I used to wake up at 4 a.m. and I used to work out. And then from, my workout would end at 5.30 a.m. 5.30 a.m. to 6 a.m., I was getting ready to go to work and I would nanny. And then from 6.30 a.m. to 9 a.m., I'd be nannying. And then from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., I would be in school. And then from 3 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., I would be back nannying. And then 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., I would be doing my comedy or my homework. I can say work hard, but what I mean is like, no, fucking work hard. Like I was working a full-time job while getting my degree, while pursuing my comedy. And I mean, it's truly paid off for me. I directed, produced comedy shows while getting my degree and working a full-time job. So like, what's your excuse?
You know what I mean? Like there was no excuse for me. Any excuse of like, I don't have time. I don't have this. Like I still even fit in a workout. And like that was just super important to me. I woke my ass up at 4 a.m. Would I like to have slept? Yeah. I made sure I got like seven, eight hours of sleep. But like I was working nonstop all day. and I Or I was in school. I was doing something. And I was working my ass off. And that's why I can sign for my apartment. That's why I can do all the things I do. Because I saved my money and I worked my fucking ass off. I support myself financially. So... For me, that meant I was going to work my ass off because I know the kind of life I want to live and I was going to do whatever it took to live that kind of life. And I'm living that kind of life. You know, like I have some help from my mom, but at a young age, she made it very clear to us like, hey, I actually don't have the money to help you do what you want to do. And I would love to have it for you, but I just don't. And I was like, okay, she just doesn't. So I've always been working and I've always been working extremely, extremely, extremely hard because like I like nice things. It's not a secret. We all know it. I like nice designer things as well as like I know the life I want to live for myself and I know it's going to take a lot of fucking hard work, but like it's way better than just sitting on my ass. I was going to get up and do something about it because it was like, that's what I wanted. I'm going to work for it. But yeah, they're honest to God, like, if you're financially struggling or anything like that, there's no excuse for you not to have another job. I mean, there's always time. There's literally always time to fit in another job or save your money better or do something. Like, I hate when people are like, I just can't do it. Why can't you do it? It's because you have limiting beliefs in your mind. It's not because you actually can't do it. It's because you're telling yourself you can't do it. You can do whatever the fuck you want, but if you tell yourself, I can't do it, you're going to think that, you're going to believe that, and that's what you're going to become. You're not going to be able to do it. And that's fine if that's how you want to live your life. That's just not how I choose to live my life. This is the part of the podcast you either turn it up or you turn it off, and that all depends on how bad you want to be a better you. My biggest goal in life, like every single day, is just to be the best version of myself and just be better than I was the previous day. Like I want to do more. I know what I want out of life and I know what it's going to take and I'm not scared to put in that work. And if you know what you want for your life and it's not really matching up to your reality right now, I want to suggest you either work harder. That might just not be the life for you. You just might not be built for it, okay? So you either work harder or you don't. That was intense. See, you guys, I told you, I get a little bit intense. It's crazy. One week I get me talking about getting fucked so good and then the next week I'm like you need to boss up like if no one's gonna hold you accountable I will and that's true like if no one's gonna hold you accountable I will I mean we can all say we want to do things but it's like then do it so I work really hard (laughs) yeah so nothing was ever handed to me like I told you guys my mom made it clear hey I don't have the money to support you as much as I would love to okay that's fine I'm grown let me make my own money So once I took my focus away from the distractions and focused on what I actually loved is when my life started really blossoming. For example, for me, my ex-boyfriends were like a huge distraction. So while I was dating them, I wasn't really focused on my comedy. I wasn't really focused on things that I should have been focused on. So once I cut anything that was kind of distracting me from the main goal and wasn't feeding into my main goal of life, I once I cut that out, my life started to fall together. So... Once I realized, hey, they're actually, this is my main goal in life. This is what I want to do with my life. These people aren't helping me get there. And once I cut them out and then started focusing on 
the people that were going to help me get there and the things that were going to help me get there, my life completely fell into place together. But you have to cut out the toxic and the negative and the people that aren't helping you get to your goal and dream, cut them out and everything will fall together for you. So I want you to look at your life right now and all your close friends and families and the people you consider your best friends and then your goal in life and your dream in life. Are those people helping you get there? Or are they hindering it more than helping you? And if they're more of a burden than a blessing, cut them the fuck off and do you. That's just what I'm saying. That's You want to know how to be a bad bitch? That's how you be a bad bitch. You cut off the people who aren't helping you become the best version of you. Because if you want something bad enough, you'll do whatever it takes to make it come true. So we all have goals. We all have dreams. But how bad do you really want it? Because... You can say you want it, but until you make those actions, you don't really want it. So also another thing is like just be selfish with your time, with your energy, with everything. I mean, I I became very selfish with my time and like the amount of people I have in my life. I have a very small circle because I was like not everybody deserves my energy and not everybody is going to appreciate my energy do you know what I mean I know that sounds insane but it's like I can't just keep giving a bunch of people my energy and my time that don't really deserve it and I don't think that's a bad thing to have to be able to look at that and be like oh actually like these people don't deserve my time and my energy it's like okay then cut them out and then I had to be selfish and I knew what it was going to take for me to be successful and I did it for me. Like I'm not here to please anybody else and if people are upset by my actions, they don't have to be in my life. But my main goal is not to please others, it's to make my dreams come true and to be successful in my life and what I want to do. I'm not here to please everybody. As well as I never took no for an answer. Like if I wanted something it was gonna be it was gonna be mine there was no way I wasn't gonna have something be mine or like I'm still like that I never take no as an answer so because if I want something bad enough oh I'll make it fucking happen no there is no no to me okay nothing is not possible for me what I want will be mine because I'll work my fucking ass off to get it and it just will be you guys are probably like I thought you were gonna be like um pose like this or like wear this kind of makeup or like do this no, it's so much deeper than what we're all thinking. Like it's so much, being a bad bitch like is fucking rooted in you because you could just be faking it, to be honest. It's like, it takes every part of your life to change to be that bad bitch and realize your priorities and realize what you want and like cutting the people off and making the big changes and saving your money and all these things that will help you flourish and be the best you that you can be self-love how to be a bad bitch ladies and gentlemen i'm so big on fuck a filter fuck a filter has been my saying for years now i don't use those weird snapchat filters or instagram filters that completely changed my face and i'm not shaming you if you do because i know you might think you look better like that but you don't and I am telling you that because I love you. It might help you feel so much more secure. But I think there's something so much more beautiful about you that you're able to post a picture with no filter. I don't think we all realize that like we're so much prettier than we even give ourselves credit for because we're just like with those fucking filters. It's like that's how society wants you to look. That's not how you should actually look. You're truly beautiful. Why do you need a filter to feel pretty? You know what I mean? You don't. That's all in your head. Like all of that shit is in your head. Like, oh, I won't look good without a filter. That's not fucking true at all. 
So I'm still big on fuck a filter. I mean, I don't think I don't throw on like a Paris filter. Like those are fine. To do the ones where they're changing my entire face. You guys don't need that at all. You're so beautiful. And it's just a mindset. Like if you're like, oh my God, I need a filter. Why don't you switch that mindset to, oh my God, I don't want a filter. I don't need a filter. I don't need a filter. Because the more you tell yourself you don't need a filter, guess what? You'll fucking believe you don't need a filter. Okay. And if you can look at a picture and just be like, no, I'm beautiful without the filter. You're so much prettier without the filter. Because like, I know for me, like I look at people with the filters on their pictures and I'm like, they just look so much prettier without the filters. Like you guys don't need to change your face or think you need to change any of that because society made you think that way. But like, I understand if it makes you feel confident, then fucking use it. But I'm letting you know, you really don't need it. Another thing is daily affirmations, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not kidding you. I look in the mirror every day and I'm like, you're a bad bitch. You're strong. You're amazing. I'm in my Barry's class looking in the mirror, running on the treadmill, like, let's go, bitch. You're so strong. You're so amazing. You're so successful. You're beautiful. All these things. Why are we not doing that like why are you not doing that you know like you might feel weird it might feel uncomfortable but it's so beneficial to you and it really helps because then you believe it because we obviously believe what we think so why are you not doing that it might not feel good but it's like oh why are you not doing that you just don't want to be the best version of yourself oh it feels uncomfortable yeah change feels uncomfortable no shit do it It'll make you feel better. Like I promise you, you do those daily affirmations 20 days in a row, you're going to feel confident. You're going to feel better about yourself. Like it might make you feel uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck. Change is uncomfortable. All this shit's uncomfortable. Okay, cool. I'm not asking you to stand in front of an audience of people like I'm perfect. I mean, like I know I do, but just there's no reason to not be doing daily affirmations. As well as you have to believe you are that bitch. So I'm very vocal on the fact that I am that bitch. And I think all of you are that bitch too. And you need to believe that you are that bitch. Like as I'm walking in a room, in my head, I just keep saying over and over to myself, you are that bitch, you are that bitch, you are that bitch. And it just radiates in my energy that I am that bitch. Because I believe it. I'm like, no, I'm that bitch. And anyone that is going to tell you you're not that bitch is insecure and jealous. And (laughs) that's just kind of how I live my life. I'm like, anybody who doesn't want to see me be the best version of me is insecure and jealous. Because there's no other reason that you're trying to bring somebody else down. It really isn't. You might be like, oh my God, she's so cocky. Okay. She clearly loves herself. Don't try and bring someone else down because you're not secure with yourself. Anyways, you have to believe you are that bitch. Like, there's no reason for you also not to believe you're not that bitch. Like, why is that a hard concept for you to grasp? Like, you're that bitch. That bitch. You're amazing. You're strong. You're beautiful. Why is that a hard concept to grasp? Shouldn't be. It's so, why is it so much easier for us to be mean to ourselves than it is to be nice to ourselves? That's something that's really like struck a nerve with me in the past year is like, it was so much easier for me to be mean to myself than it was for me to be nice to myself. But once I started being nice to myself is when the success and the happiness followed. So there's no reason to be mean to ourselves. Like you're that bitch, believe it, walk it, think it, believe it. There's no reason not to. Anyways, also like do what's best for you. Sometimes we, I think I've touched on this a little bit. We live our lives thinking like, oh, I don't want to make this person mad. I don't want to make this person mad. Fuck it. Make them mad. If it makes you happy and you're doing something you want to do and you're happy with yourself, make that person mad. Who gives a fuck? This life is for you. This life isn't for anybody else. Live it for you. We don't live it 
for other people. Like, I'm very big. Like, I live my life for me. If you don't like that, you can get the fuck out. Also, <laughs> um, I have written down right here, fuck men. I will still stand by that. Do you, because they will always be there. Let's not spend our time and energy like focused on a man or focused on boys or anything like that because they're always going to be there. And I'm always so aware I can have any of them. I could have 50 of them if I fucking wanted to. They're so easy and accessible. And like, just like the men should think, like, I don't need to spend my time focusing on like a woman or anything like that. Why don't, we're young. Why don't we focus on our goals and our dreams and make sure those come true instead of trying to impress a man or like thinking about men or letting them treat us bad or anything like that. Like, no, focus on you. You don't need that energy in your life. Focus on you. So one thing is people do ask me, I'm going to give you guys tips on pictures. When I'm taking photos of myself, I'm making love to the camera and I'm like, you are that fucking bitch. Like, oh my God, are you that bitch? Like, you are beautiful. You are stunning. You are amazing. As I should, why would I not? Why would I not say that to myself? It's true. So why would I not say that to myself? It's like, you got to start believing these things and you might feel weird at first, but like, trust me in the long run, it's so much better for you. Also, brush off anything anybody says that doesn't make you feel good about yourself. If someone's like, well, why'd you do this? Why do you give a fuck? Why don't you fall the fuck back? I'm going to do what I want to do is what it is. So, you guys, I hope I gave you some pretty good tips on how to be a bad bitch. Because it's so much deeper than just being like, "Mm, I'm that bitch. It's like, no, like there's work that's going to be put into it and all aspects of your life. Also, this is kind of like how to be a boss bitch. I feel like I feel like I am a boss bitch because I am. I have a brand for myself. I work for myself. It took me a long time to realize like it's okay. Like that's amazing and you should be happy about that. But yeah, this is how to be a boss bitch. Get your money right. Get your mindset right. And be so unapologetically yourself because that is what's going to get you so fucking far in life. Like, I promise you that. That is what's going to get you so fucking far is just being you. You guys, it was an intense episode. I know it was a little bit intense. Oof. I still love all you guys, but sometimes I got to hit you with that fucking raw realness and just be so 100% straight up with you guys. Yeah, like you all ask me how to be a bad bitch, how to be a boss bitch. This is how. Do it. Nothing's stopping you besides you and your limiting beliefs. So get rid of that shit because you're a lot better than that. A lot better than what you know. I believe in you. If I see potential in you, you should see potential in yourself. There's no reason that you should, should not think you're the best thing that's ever hit this fucking earth because you are let's be secure let's be bad bitches and have that fucking confidence and be so unapologetically yourselves ladies and gentlemen it is time for my midday matcha must-haves let's lighten it up a little bit my first midday matcha must-have is fall decor (gasps) ladies and gentlemen you know i'm a basic bitch i fucking love fall Did I have a pumpkin cold brew today? Yes, I fucking did. Of course. Fall decor is a midday matcha must have because it's like celebrate the fucking seasons. Why won't you? You fucking Grinch. No, I'm kidding. But no, I just think it's something so precious about fall decor. It's so pretty. Just makes me feel like embraced in the seasons. That's one thing I love about Chicago is I get to watch all the trees change colors and shit. 
You're like, what? Yeah, I know. It's super exciting life. I live over here. But yeah, like a fall decor, like some pumpkins and shit. So cute. You guys, another midday matcha must have is just like a boss bitch zone. So mine is my desk. I record at my desk. I edit at my desk. I do everything at my desk. I bought a glass desk. Really pretty view of the city in my apartment and I wanted to see it. And it just like makes me feel like that bitch when I have like this nice of a desk. I'm like, oh, I'm that fucking bitch because of this goddamn nice desk. So like get a workspace that makes you feel like the best you. That's like a boss bitch tip as well as a midday matcha must have. Okay, you guys, can you believe it? The episode's done. I know I say it every week. And I know this was a little bit like of a little bit more serious episode, but I want to see all of you be so successful and so great and so confident in yourselves. I don't feel like I ever hear anyone be like, oh, I'm that bitch. And like, I want to hear more people say that. Like, I know I am like, oh, no, I'm that bitch. Like, I know I'm that bitch. And if you don't think I'm that bitch, like that's on you. Like, I want to hear you guys say that. I want you guys to DM me that. I want you guys to email me that. If you guys want to get in contact with me, email me at middaymatcha 2 as at gmail.com, as well as you can follow me on my socials at Livy Maeve, that's M-A-E-V-E as in Maeve, as well as midday underscore matcha, where I post bad bitch quotes daily, okay? I will never not make you feel like the baddest bitch alive because you need to feel like the baddest bitch alive. But you guys, I love every single one of you. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please fucking rate it five stars and a nice review. No, seriously, if you haven't done that yet, like what the fuck is your excuse? Just saying. Anyways, I want every single one of you to feel like the baddest bitch alive. And I want every single one of you to be so confident and love every single part of yourselves because... I love every single part of you. There's no reason you shouldn't love every single part of you either. So I want you guys to have such an amazing weekend. Have a happy fucking Friday and go be that boss bitch that you know you fucking are. I believe in you. So believe in yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Have a good weekend, whores. Bye.